Okay, guys, good morning. Uh, very, very warm welcome to today's pre-market trade plan live session, which is your opportunity to be as prepared as we possibly can going into today's uh, trading sessions uh, with the US Open, uh, sorry, the European Open kicking off from 8 a.m. So we do want to have that trading plan put together. Um, it's an important feature of trading these financial markets, and this is our opportunity to do it, do our analysis and understand what we're looking for and uh, more importantly why we're looking to trade those particular markets the direction in which we're looking to trade them and of course the price the trigger price for us to get into them so yesterday was uh, please take a brief moment to familiarize yourself with our risk warning and um, yesterday was one of the first times in the last couple of weeks where we were able to to do our analysis and kind of work out how what we would expect these markets to do off the back of us of yesterday's uh, news events and yesterday in the for, for the first time in, in, in a couple of weeks was the first time that we were um where the markets acted in line with our expectations um and that's a really important feature for us um uh and as a result we can make a lot of money off markets that that do move in a in a more of a uh, an expected fashion so that's um that's important to note because they've been a little bit too erratic there for a few weeks a little bit too choppy a little bit up and down a little bit confusing a little bit um, indecisive and uh, these are all conditions that just make trading very very hard uh, for everybody so yesterday was a good you know hopefully these markets will get on track now a little bit more um be a little bit more decisive um in their direction uh, rather than continually reversing all the time and making very little progress. So still work needs to be done, but, you know, yesterday was a, yeah, good morning, Fimba. Yeah, you're absolutely right. It was a, was a very good day yesterday. So uh, let's see if we get one today as well. All right, so let's get into it then. What markets, uh, all profitable traders, they need to consider, of course, which markets to trade, where do we enter these markets, exit these markets, and obviously we need to do so um, quite consistently. Uh, how do we manage risk prior to entry? So how much of our capital do we commit to each trade? How to manage each trade to a successful outcome? Yesterday was a really good example of that. We had, we were able to, to hit all of our levels, um, our, our profit targets uh, along the way and uh, trade psychology as well. So yesterday is a good example. You know, if we do have a really good day, um, you know, what's our mindset going into this into this trading session and really we, we scrap yesterday yesterday was yesterday today now we refocus on um, some other opportunities and see if we can get some continuation perhaps in some of these markets but we do have some important retail sales numbers that are due out as well and that might only really reinforce um, the the narratives that have from yesterday onwards seem to be uh, feeding through the system. So hopefully we get some good opportunities and we do address these considerations live every day in our trade room, as you're fully aware. And we are strong advocates of being consistent in our approach, disciplined with our capital, uh, being accurate with the levels we use, the, 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 the trigger prices and stop losses and, uh, and take profits are all levels for specific reasons and are quite accurate as a result. And then being patient as well. God knows, I mean, the first couple of days was, was really quite patient. We weren't able to trade anything. So um, a good day yesterday, and let's see if we can get another good day today. Uh, good morning to you all. Hope you're all keeping well. Okay, so let's look at today's, well, let's have a quick look back yesterday first. So yesterday, 
it's quite a lot of individual news events. Um, but um, I suppose we'll start with the pound. Uh, we, we the 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 UK economy is performing less than expected, coming in at zero percent. Expected zero point one. Now we'll explain the dynamic with the dollar because it is quite an interesting situation, uh, the, the US dollar at the moment. Uh, but the big news of yesterday was really, it was more so the unemployment claims. Um, yes, core PPI and PPI numbers came in uh, lower than expected, so and, and, and reasonably considerably. So the input costs are coming down, the consumer price are, are broadly coming down, uh, core is still a bit sticky. But I think the Fed will take that, you know, that's showing, you know, positive signs. And um, and those unemployment claims are ticking higher. So we said if they come in above 233, that would likely uh, reinforce the Fed's pivot. And this is where we, we didn't move away from the narratives, but they were pretty... Um, pretty choppy for a few weeks and now we're firmly in this kind of dovish fed rate pivot type of camp so risk on indices higher dollar lower um us bond yields are, are kind of not not really moving too much they're kind of pretty pretty stagnant and um but we'd probably expect a bit more softening uh, in there eventually at some point and we'd also have a strong bias to the upside for commodities so this narrative is now playing through the system and we'll see if we get some more continuation uh, in that narrative so um so let's go back to forex factory then um so what do we have now today um we've got core retail sales and and they're likely to be quite significant because they're expected to come in um you know in negative territory so the Fed are now looking for signs of um, perhaps more weakness feeding through the system, and retail sales will certainly be one of those um, one of those things. Uh, okay, so um, you know if numbers come in around these minus zero point four level, we'd probably expect further upside across the indices, probably further downside for the dollar, um, and. Um, that consumer confidence looks like it's we're expecting uh, 62.0 so the same as last I don't know in the last number we saw a higher number did we in March it looks like we saw 63 up here it has 62 never mind anyway it's not so important but um, you can just see that the consumer is which is already spending and, and doing quite well from that perspective is i suppose mildly stronger than it was eight ten months ago um with worsening retail sales and and, and obviously we've got um high interest rates as well across the us at the five percent mark so it's going to be an interesting day but what we'd probably expect is further if, if these news events come in in line with expectations we'd probably see further upside across the indices um because um they'd be a bit more concerned about the economic numbers and uh the fed will will 
more likely pivot a little bit earlier than perhaps anticipated. Okay, so we'll translate that into these markets. So we're able to get into some good buy trades yesterday in like the NASDAQ. We got into this quite early and we took in profits up at these highs. Um, we also, we're also selling the dollar CAD. So we're able to exit down at these lows as well. Uh, same situation for the dollar Swiss. And uh, we took profit up at these higher levels in the, in the pound dollar as well. So the only market that's kind of made further progress really is the dollar CAD. The others um, were are probably currently trading around our exit prices yesterday. So we could have filled our boots with the euro dollar and, and the gold dollar. Um, you know, like I said, yesterday was the first time in a few weeks where the markets performed as per expectations. So we're always just a little bit hesitant in the fact that, um, okay, we're in four correlated markets. You know, let's make some money off these. Let's focus on these. And let's see if the, if the whole market kind of comes with it. And, uh, and the answer is yes, uh, to a certain degree. Now, let's look at US indices first. So we want to have a, an understanding of um, risk sentiment. So what we're looking at is we've got this triple top over here we've got a double top over here and yesterday's high in correlation with the high from the previous day and don't forget we were we were buying this on what day is it today it's friday so on wednesday we were buying this little breakout trade before it reversed now we're able to get in with the us indices at these sort of lower levels we're able to actually get that decent trade but look at the highs they're failing to come in above so far so this level is quite important. We need to get prices breaking above these levels, and then we'd probably expect some, some upside at that point. So potentially a, a trade in the pipeline, what we don't really want to see is, is just, you know, just a complete retracement of yesterday's uh, bullish move, because then that would just imply that, you know, there's still a high degree of indecision in these markets and we're still no clearer. So, so these highs are important and there would be a decent buy trade there above 41.53. So let's take note of that. So the S&P to the upside above the 41.53. And don't forget all time highs are only 4,800. So we're only 650 points away from all time highs, which is, which is almost unbelievable to, to be able to, to say that. Um, a little bit more progress yesterday in, in the, the NASDAQ, uh, sorry, the, the, the Dow Jones. Um, you can see Wednesday's price action was, um, was pretty tragic. But again, you could break the highs for some upside. Um, we'll stick with the we'll stick with the, uh, the S&P and the NASDAQ. They've got a, a lot of resistance above the highs. Let's see the Dow. See, we've got these sort of swing highs in here. So, can we get these prices pushing up to 34,391? Yes, we could. Okay, um, let's look at the Dow instead of the NASDAQ. The NASDAQ is not giving us a great opportunity. The Dow to the upside above the 34. 34,000. 
0.077. Okay, so looking elsewhere then as well, we're seeing some further upside in markets like the FTSE. Again, the price action on Wednesday was, was really poor. Um, the breakout above that level, you'd expect prices up to these kind of highs. So will we get another leg? We probably won't split ourselves too much with these indices, but maybe we will add um, the, the the FTSE to, to these trades as well, above the 78.63, 78.63, which is yesterday's high. So that's the FTSE, again, to the upside. So it, we can firmly say we've got a risk-on market condition. Uh, interesting to see that the Bitcoin actually continue higher. Um, if you if you take a step back, you know that there's a, an awful lot of uh, consolidation uh, around this little range in here. It's quite a tight range, and we're at the top end of that range. So, and it is a breakout to the upside. So, are we likely to see a little bit further upside here? That's the question for Bitcoin. Um, as you know, we don't trade it. It's far too volatile. It's it's more of a casino than a than a proper tradable market. But we do like to reference it. It's interesting to see, in line with the US indices, um, uh, Bitcoin cryptocurrencies kick on a little bit as well now. Um, may I add as well, broadly due to uh, banking stresses and a lot of capital coming out of uh, there was something like five hundred billion dollars worth of capital come out of medium-sized banks in the US. A lot of that has gone in, and today we've got bank earnings as well, so we've got that. We're going to be able to see a little bit more detail, you know, what is the state of play for these big um, banks in the US and Wall Street. Their deposits are going to tick higher. Uh, how much higher? Um, how much of that $500 billion has gone to those, um, has moved into uh, those, you know, major tier one banks uh, and the other beneficiaries of, of that capital is likely to be markets like Bitcoin. Um, so it's kind of driven by uh, banking stress. That seems to be the um, the overriding reasons for this, this upside move. Um, and today we're going to find out how bad that is. Uh, just quickly in commodities, we'll put together our trade plan now in just a second. Um, we were expecting oil to, to kick on and, it, and it's kind of failed to do so. Um, we are above these kind of important levels. We have been drifting sideways for quite some time. We've got some upside. Yesterday's reversal. Are we ultra confident? We, we know that OPEC are looking for um, oil prices to be around 80 to $100 and that's the, the that's what their uh, that was the decision to uh, to restrict supply by 1.1 million barrels per day, um, putting two fingers up to the U.S. Pretty much, they're not concerned about shale production in the U.S. anymore because uh, of inflation pushing prices higher. So it's it's impacting the supply across the U.S. So they're not concerned about competing shale production. Um, so they've got they've got a little bit of a free reign on, on these oil markets and we would probably as a result expect prices to be pushing higher um but maybe we're just going to be a bit selective about when that's likely to be so we, we did get that really good move yesterday we kind of peaked kind of reversed didn't really make too much further progress 
Um, we can still look for that, you know, further upside in this market. We've probably got other opportunities to look at. So we might do that instead. You know, we've got these triple tops and we're not too far away from bouncing off to 2074. Um, we did like this around the, the 2007. Didn't really get a great opportunity to get into it. You know, we had the news out on Wednesday and, and prices really spiked really aggressively and gave us some technical issues in terms of being able to get into it safely. Um, okay, Come on, um, so we'll, let, let's, let's add, because um, we've got potentially some further upside here. So it's a 2049, interesting, important number there for, for gold. Gold to the upside above 2049, just below that 2050 level. So let's have a look at the, the, the currency markets and uh, major moves uh, across the dollar. We've been positioning ourselves in that dollar weakness now for a few days, um, able to benefit yesterday more so. Um, what we'll do is, uh, Finbar, if it's okay, we, we'll have a look at some, some of the miners uh, during the um, during our uh, live trade room uh, in in just a few minutes. So uh, bear with us, and I'll have a look at that uh, pound Swiss trade for you, no problem. Okay, so let's just finish this trade plan then. Uh, the euro dollar, um, very much, we can look at it to the upside. Do we get more more upside? Let's have a let's zoom out a little bit. This is now a structural failure. Uh, above these highs. Um, next important lows are probably up at the 111. So more upside really to, to try and capitalize on. Right, what we're going to do is have a look at all the, the, the strength across the, the dollar. Um, not so much against the yen. In fact, we start to see a, a decent reversal yesterday again against the pound and not so much against the euro, euro yen. But um, interesting to see the, the yen strengthen yesterday against the dollar. Um, so look, downside moves. Uh, sorry, no. Sorry, the dollar was weaker yesterday against the yen. So that's in line with our expectations. Sorry. And the dollar Swiss to the downside, dollar CAD further lower, um, Aussie dollar potentially breaking new highs and uh, the New Zealand dollar. So we're going to have a, a dollar negative um, view uh, again today. And some markets are in good positions like the euro dollar, um, the pound dollar potentially, the dollar Swiss, dollar CAD or, and Maybe not the Aussie, yeah, maybe the New Zealand. So there's quite a few to choose from. We're going to be quite selective in our live trade room. Just finishing off and we'll put together our trade plan is the Euro pound. Um, certainly we had some Euro strength against the pound yesterday. We probably expect a little bit more. Um, we don't really want to trade it. We've got better opportunities elsewhere really at this point. And the yen is um, sort of procrastinating around these kind of highs. And then we're back to the commodities. So. So let's put our trade plan in. I'll post it into the chat box, guys, and then we'll switch rooms. So market summary, we've got a little bit more clarity today. Yesterday we started out, you know, really quite mixed, a lot of indecision, all this kind of stuff. We do have important um, uh, uh, 
producer price index inflation numbers due out. Um, so we've got a bit more clarity, which is which is nice. It's kind of what what we try to achieve, but um, and we refer to it as risk on market conditions. So there is an appetite for risk. You know, the the backdrop is supportive for prices higher. So and let's build that in. So dollar weakness is going to remain. We will absolutely stick with that. Then we go uh, S and P five hundred uh, buy trade above the level is the 41.53 so we want to be quite accurate with the levels and this this is broadly yesterday's high um dow jones dow jones by above some of these are not you know really quite close to to these levels uh, 34,077 uh the FTSE into buy above the 78, 78.63. And last but not least, we're going to have a look at gold Oops. buy above the, the 20.49. Okay, so we've got a, a dollar weakness sort of view of these markets really with some further upside across the US indices. Um, so we're looking for, we've got risk on, the market context is very much risk on off the back of yesterday's unemployment numbers and uh, slightly weaker economic data um, forcing the Fed into a bit of a, a rate pivot. So that's the narrative that we're, we're now looking to pursue again. So the US dollars, US dollar weakness across the board. Um, the S&P looking to buy this above the 41.53. The Dow Jones looking to buy above the 34.077, yesterday's high. The FTSE looking to buy above the 78.63. And gold looking to buy above the 20.49. So that's our trade plan, guys. I'll post it into the chat box. Uh, Finbar, I promise I'll have a look at that pound Swiss trade uh, in just a couple of minutes if you want to join us in the other room, guys. And we'll wrap it up there and let you go. Um, so we've just got a handle on what we're trading, the direction in which we're looking to trade these markets, and of course, the prices at which we're looking to, to get triggered. And we've got quite a few to choose from, from the US dollar. So we'll be selective. We won't get into all of them, but we will get into, you know, one or two, hopefully, if we get a good, a good um, a bit of continuation in today's markets. Okay, then, guys, I'll post that into the chat box. So look, thanks very much for joining us. This is the firmly the narrative that we're focusing our attentions on is that kind of dovish, sorry, dovish Fed approach. And um, as a result, the, the indices are pushing higher and the dollar is weakening quite considerably. Okay, on that note, thanks so much for joining us. Any questions, don't hesitate to post them. We will answer them before we close off the broadcast, but we will uh, switch rooms now. We, we do trade these markets live every day uh, from 8 a.m. for the European session and again at 12.45 for the US trading session. So if you want to join us for that, you're very welcome to do so. For more information, just go to livetrading.com and we'll speak to you soon. Thanks so much, guys. We'll switch rooms now. We'll see you in a sec. Bye for now. Take care. Bye-bye.